Never a long way to Tipperary with better buddies. And welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ, and with us this week, we've got Kelvin. Hi. And James. Hello. Better Buddies Icebreaker this week, fellas. Would you spend a year living in the last video game you played for one million dollars? Sure. Um, well, actually, let me think. I play, I think the last game I played was Titanfall 2, so... I mean, it depends. When you say I have to live in the video game world, can I just be, like, in the world? Or do I have to be, like, the main character on the front lines and, like, in the war? See, I have that same question because my last game was Halo. So uh, was mine. It was Halo, Halo 3 multiplayer. Okay. So are you, like, a Spartan then? Maybe not necessarily the Master Chief, but you have to be a Spartan? Well, ironically, like, I would be... Uh, I would be part of the Crimson Fire team and the Spartan Ops. Yeah. So I would be a, just other Spartan, and because of the way Spartan Ops is set up, I'd have no backup. It'd be like, because I, I, the last map I played was Valhalla, uh, big team. If it was just me, like, living in a custom games map for a year. By yourself? That, like, that count? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. what would be worse? You live in there by yourself, or you are a s- single instance, and you keep getting repopulated with players. So it's like your map, you never leave it, but players keep coming and going? Yeah. Oh, no. I uh, think... The oh, I, don't know. Second, I was gonna say the second one. Like, if you... We're going on the grounds that you, like, don't need, like, food and water. Or yeah, that was my question. Like, are we adhering, yeah. like... The no. thing, it's still like a game or yeah. are we like going into the game world and treating it like a real world in which case like you would need like food water sleep you could die all that stuff yeah. or is it still treated like a video game you if you die you just come back you don't See, need food water i think you have to make the requirements like it's real life because otherwise it's an easy million yeah well depending on the game it's an easy million no matter what well but if you respawn constantly like the only I don't think there's a video game where you could, like, lose-lose. It's more the, like, can you spend a year in isolation? Are you in isolation, though? Well, that's where the question of, are you on a multiplayer map with a cur- like continually respawning group of people well, comes in? Yeah. If you're, treating it, if, you, if you're treating it like a real world, then, you don't have to stay in that map. You can, just, want, you can just go elsewhere, and it's a whole universe. So in Halo, you could just go to, like, Earth. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I yeah, I don't yeah. think I'd take it. I'd probably take it. I uh, I'd want to try it. <laughs> I mean, but like, yeah. I'll yeah. I'll add the caveat that if if Fireteam Crimson had more than just me on it, I would do it. But if it's just me I, trying to be a full Spartan fire team solo, the way I do in those ops, it's not happening. I would do it. I yeah, I would do it. Cool. 
our better buddies recommend. We recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Calvin, you said you'd do it, right? I just want to make sure I got that. Well, yeah, I said I had one. No, no, I mean for the previous question. I thought I heard you mm. say that you would do it, but I want to. Here's a better but the recommend. I was like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I always do, don't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I said I would. Uh, I I'd do it. I mean, depending on how it goes, I might not want to come back. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, better buddies recommend. We recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Kelvin, what do you got for us? Uh, I have a music recommendation because uh, I was trying to actually get out tonight and uh, like not be a lazy bum on my couch for six hours. Um, so I went for a walk, and I have to say the best music to listen to while wandering around a city at night um, is definitely jazz. Um, (laughs) It's just awesome to walk around a city with like the streetlights and it's dark and there's no one really else out. I mean, it was only like 637 that I was out wandering around, but it's cold out and dark. So people don't want to be out. So uh, it was great. I was pretty much the only one out there. Um, but specifically the jazz I was listening to was, uh, Ryo Fukui, who is a uh, Japanese jazz pianist. Um, and I freaking love his albums. I don't know if his songs are covers of other jazz, uh, stuff or if they're actually original works. Um, but either way, I love um, all of his albums. Most specifically, um, one of my favorites would probably be In New York, which is actually him with like two other jazz players. Hmm. Um, it's like a drummer and a bassist, and it's really good. So either that album or Scenery. Those two are probably my two favorite albums of his. He doesn't have a large discography, as, um, unfortunately. He's just got five albums. Uh, but I would highly recommend it if you're, if you want to, I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how indicative it is of jazz as overall, because I don't listen to a lot of jazz. Um, but yeah, it's good. A lot of piano, which I really like. Awesome. Kel, uh, James, what about you? I have, uh, for my recommendation this week, I've been reading this book, uh, Solaris, which is a, hold on. It's like a science fiction novel from the 60s. Okay. Let's see. 1961 uh, science fiction novel by this guy named Stanislaw Lem. Um, and basically the book is, um, it's awesome. It's like if Philip... K. Dick cared about like the science of his fictional universes um, because the the book is set from the perspective of like a physicist or some scientist who's arriving on this planet Solaris um, where the biggest feature of the planet it orbits a like a red dwarf and a blue star or something like that it orbits two suns um, okay. and it's maintained an equilibrium of some kind this is like unusual normally. Like planets that orbit stars like this uh, don't do that. Um, 
And there's theories that the reason why it does it is because the ocean is essentially like alive. Um, and that it's like supposedly one big organism, like, thi like things will be generated from it. Like it just, it, it's interesting, but what I really like about it is because like Stanislaw Lem has like kind of a, a medical or scientific background. Um, it includes like philosophical or like other kinds of discussions like that, but it approaches them from the perspective of a science because he doesn't have the luxury of being like, oh, it's the statement on God and blah, blah, blah. Like he alludes to it, but he has to look at like, what is going on on the planet um, like a scientist would. Like he's hmm. trying to correlate like research, do experiments. Like there's all these like, like long parts of the book that are detailing like the chemical research that like was done on Solaris. And I don't know like how it stacks up against like actual science, but the author was a guy who dealt with some of the stuff kind of cool. So ostensibly like it could be legit and it's just kind of cool. It's a very like realistic, interesting take um, because one of the biggest features is that the people who are on this like research station that this physicist is assigned to um, see like apparitions, like uh the the main character has an apparition of someone that he like was in a relationship with like come back and they're almost like ghosts it's really interesting um the idea that the planet is like toying with memory and psychology and stuff like that and that's where the more like scientific approach becomes interesting too because he starts to investigate what these things mean um as best he can but yeah it's, really, it's a really really cool book um and I think that I'm brings up like, the question then of like how scientifically ac like accurate can you be when you're confronting your own mind? And yeah, own... And he does like tests on himself. Like he does like um because he's also like uh super good with psychology. So he's like diagnosing himself. Like he runs tests to basically see like have I just gone insane or is what's happening actually happening? Um, and way to like but would an insane like, man know how to interpret the tests correctly yeah and then, well and that's the question and you base it just on like if i was having a dream or like madness or something like what would my mind be able to feasibly construct any tests like beyond what he think what do, what do you think about that um it's just it's a really interesting book i'm a little over a third of the way through it and i definitely recommend it for like science fiction fans um the closest uh like book i could relate to it would be the martian but it okay. is very differently written i would say it's it's yeah um but it's really really cool i would definitely recommend cool solaris yeah solaris well my recommendations music um i was studying today needed something in the background so i just googled uh oh what did i google i googled like lo-fi hip-hop because I would oh, Calvin recommend that. Yep. And the one I found that actually stuck with me and made me go, oh yes, I like this, was Star Wars Lo-Fi Hip Hop. Oh um, yeah, I saw you posted that in our group chat. Yeah, it's got these short, like, it starts off with doing like each of the short little like minute to two minute renditions of various famous Star Wars songs, like the Cantina Band or Imperial March, mm -hmm. Duel of Fates. And then once it like tells you like, hey, here's what each of these sections are, it's just one 
hour and 50 minute long repetition of those songs. But it was really like effective. Yeah. Is that, that's the one with, uh, what's her face? Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka, like at a desk kind of mimicking the whole, the like, (laughs) uh, the classic. Yes. Chill beats. So I think it's a study person. I yeah. That's right. Yeah. I I've listened to that one before. I loved the like um one of the things I love with a lot of those lo-fi um study beat stuff is that they will have a looping like animation that's mm-hmm. just like two to three seconds and it just loops seamlessly. Um I really like those because that in itself can be kind of calming um while listening to the music, just watching that animation. So I really dug the animation because Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and I, I just remember how I first got to it was Achievement Hunter put out the Red Web lo-fi yeah. one. Yeah. And that I started was... I started listening to it, and then they started talking, and I was like, oh, this is going to distract me. Yeah, I, I, I clicked through that and like skimmed through it, and I heard them like pulling clips from the podcast, and I was like, uh, no, that's not why I would listen to the lo-fi stuff. That's like um, yeah. a little weird uh but my problem with that one was just how repetitive it was um i like the i like um some of the other other ones that i found i prefer because they have i mean that especially the study beats ones they're all kind of the same Mm -hmm. um but i don't know i felt like the star wars one was a little too repetitive over and over again but uh some people like that sounds like you did yeah i liked it i think it was mostly just because the songs were different enough from the originals and I was like mm-hmm. focused on doing reading. So I wasn't paying as a att- paying as much attention, but every like couple minutes it'd be like, Oh, it's that, that note combination from that song. And it would just mm-hmm. like click me back into hearing it again. That's interesting. Um, and then from that, I still had like a little bit I had to do, but the, one of the suggestions was the halo three ODST, piano music with rain with like rain and thunder oh yeah like the uh streets like the audio from like the streets an eight hour loop yeah yeah Yeah. i've listened to that before that's good so yeah those are that's my recommendation oh yeah those are solid do you want to talk about the news of the day a little bit before we get into your (laughs) advice we We can we can we do a shiny one (laughs) right (laughs) up fucking rack no <laughs> yep only what 87 years old no years old? 70, yeah 78 yeah uh he's got four years ago it's fine yeah i mean my grandpa lived to be like 93 so. <laughs> so supposedly that when they were looking for um running mates for him that was uh, i think that was one of the questions or, or that was someone's joke and it's but the funny thing is it could be real yeah yeah <laughs> actually now that i think about it it was a good joke that someone made but the more funny part is it probably also was in real. Like, it real <laughs> yeah oh yeah you gotta prepare oh yeah no it's um it i i didn't really get too much into it like i didn't watch his speech i probably should um i saw bits and pieces of it um, I read some articles that people had written. I saw the reactions on Twitter and my like social other social feeds. Um, yeah, I mean, people praising like it was not people, but some people being like it was the second coming of Jesus. 
Yeah, well, I'm just, it's not even that. It's like pretending that they beat the armies of Satan. And it's like, it was <laughs> like, like, this yeah. isn't like, yeah. this isn't some like crusade. This is like, all right. Like we all knew he was a douchebag. Like we were aware of this. And I was actually talking with my mom about this. Like that to me was the most frustrating thing about the past four years. And granted, I don't have any experience really where like I would see Trump as a threat, but that was my biggest problem with him is, People are like, how can he desecrate like the office of the president? How can he say all this stuff? It's like that's what he ran on. Like that's who he is. He just doesn't care. To be fair, though, a majority of people did not vote for him on that principle of like, oh, that that he ran for. So I do understand where you're coming from, but um, I think the 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 counterpoint there is that if they didn't vote for them, then they were critical of it from the beginning. So at least they're oh, consistent. Yeah. Fair. No, yeah. That, no, and that's and that's fair. And I do think the thing is too, like you can you can acknowledge someone's a douchebag and not let it limit your like ability to I don't know, like stop them or chastise them or call them out on shit. Like yeah. I don't know. I always thought that was the biggest problem was people were so like he he, he got all the reactions he wanted. Yeah. Like oh, if people yeah. had just like not let some of the stuff go, but not like blown up so much. Mm-hmm. It could have been handled a little bit better, but everyone got addicted to like say <laughs> more ridiculous shit. Yeah, and he was yeah. Like, I'm gonna say more ridiculous shit. We're like, yeah, <laughs> good what stuff. Yeah, I, I, I do agree that like the whole news media and all that stuff definitely kind of helped perpetuate it and like yeah. continue it, like what you're saying. However. Um, I also think a very real possibility is that if he wasn't getting any response, he would mm. have just thrown an even worse tantrum and like done something actually ridiculously insane. Oh yeah. So, but now we'll never know. That's like a what if. We'll never know. Yeah. No. That's. I'm. I'm happy for that. He seems like the guy who, if he wasn't getting attention, would like go off and sulk and then like cook up some elaborate revenge. Plan. Well, in the last like two weeks, supposedly he was like super crabby and sulking because he got banned from Twitter and nobody was hearing from him. Oh yeah. No. I mean, like, I don't know that. Like, like I've said before, it's not like I don't. I don't hate Joe Biden. I don't even really hate Kamal Harris that much. Like that much, uh, that much. Like I'll again, she creeps me out, but I'm allowed to feel that. It's like I could be totally wrong about that. I could just be being an asshole. But uh, point being, like, it's not like I don't like them. Like I want the country to do well. I want everyone to do well. It's just like kind of sometimes the claims that get put on these things that feel way over exaggerated. Um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be interesting at least. I'm, I'm, he already signed 15 yeah. executive orders. I know, I know. And you um, know, people fun. are going to be oh, he's abusing his ability to sign executive orders. Oh well, yeah, and that's the other thing too is like there's always like yeah. complaints that people will make regardless of like whether or not their guys in office about like yeah what they can do or whatever. Um, All I know is that he paused student loans until September 30th. So mm-hmm. I'm did he really? Uh, That's yeah, awesome. He actually, he did sign it now. So it's official. Their uh, student loan payments are deferred until September 30th. And he, claims, and he claims he still supports his campaign pledge to cancel a minimum of $10,000 of student loans. However, <laughs> 
he doesn't feel the president. Well, he's. I think it's more. He's just worried people complaining about the authority of the president to do so. Which so is fair. his plan. Yeah, it's fair. Um, so his plan is to push it through Congress and make Congress do it. I just had yeah. the terrible, horrible thought that my campaign promise was to uh, get rid of ten thousand dollars of student loans. So ten, the first ten thousand people to call this number get a dollar off. <laughs> exactly like he's face it to the exact letter i technically canceled ten thousand dollars. my promises i won't cancel an extra dollar you didn't check the fine print Jack. <laughs> that no that would be funny that that would be some great uh politics actually I, that would be a move where i'd be like i'm upset Respect. but that <laughs> <laughs> no i i Dude, I really do think, because I do think right now, and I've said it before, but like right now, um, I think everyone in the country is kind of like leaning forward a bit on the edge of their seat. And it's like poking Congress with a stick and it's like, do something like you gotta do, <laughs> <laughs> like, gotta, gotta do something now. Like we, we, we've been through all this shit, prove yeah. you can do what you say you can do. That you're actually um, capable. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, and I think like at the very least, the next two years are going to be a test as to how much. Yeah, I don't know how serious they take well, that. Well, the Democrats control all both sides, both houses or both sides of Congress, I should say. Um, so, uh, oh, how this the will be, so if you're if this is great news if you're if you believe what the Democrats are trying to push through. If you're not, well, that's going to be a rough two years for you. Yeah. Now, theoretically. Yeah. Since they control um, any, they don't control a uh, what is it? What is the term like? Uh, the supermajority? Oh yeah. Um, they don't control like the supermajority in the Senate. They might not even in the House actually, but mm. they have just a. They have only a simple majority in the Senate, so that will limit them on some things that need yeah. a supermajority, but. Theoretically, they should be able to push through a lot of stuff. So we'll see if they can actually do anything. You think AOC will run in twenty twenty four? Oh, absolutely. For wait, is she thirty five for president? For president, or I would say a, I would say vice president. I think that'd be the smarter move for I her. Think, I think if she wants to actually do stuff, honestly, senator is probably more powerful. Yeah, true. She is just a representative, isn't she? Yep. Uh, she is 31, so she'll be exactly, so I don't know if she can or not. Okay. Because I don't know when you have to be 35. But yeah, like, honestly, yeah. I I don't think it'd be a smart move on the Democrats' part to put her anywhere near the vice president or president offices. I don't think she's got yeah. as much support as they think she does. Well, she's too polarizing. Yeah. Because she's like, everything that the right is claiming that the left is like, <laughs> trying to do to the country yeah. um and then she's also divisive even within the left and the democrats so yeah you're that she's the 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 dnc will would not i don't i don't think they would be smart in putting her as definitely president i maybe vice president because i'll be honest vice president doesn't really do much like they no. break ties but and they they but that's kind of it really See, I think that's why they, it wouldn't be smart for her to be vice president, because I disagree with her on a lot of stuff. 
But the smart play would be for her to stay in either the House or the Senate and keep pushing yeah. higher rather than be vice president. Yeah, well, it, sounds, it does sound dumb, but to be fair as well, um, who is the president depends entirely on the president. Like there have been presidencies before where the vice president arguably wielded more influence and power and did was a better politician, essentially. Yeah. Um, so like if they stuck her with somebody where she could do stuff like that, maybe. But that is assuming that she... I think she's got a ways to go, but I could see them at least like tossing. I could see her tossing it out at least. I think it would be interesting. Um, I think you guys are yeah. right. I, I don't think enough people would like no. be behind it. No, she's way too polarizing. And yeah, I mean, Senate, yeah. Senator, if yeah, Senator, I think she would be able to do way more because the the Senate has like all the power, it, like pretty much because it's limited to. 100 members and if you get on those committees you can have so much power it's always the senate that they're talking about where there's deadlocks or like decisions come down to sure the house has like sole control over taxes and stuff like that don't they it's like that's one of their special the house's special powers i'm pretty sure yeah, um, there's, I can't remember all that civic it's, stuff. It's, yeah. Stuff. yeah, but like, no, Senate, Senate's where the power's at. And you're in there for six years. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think her, I honestly could see her biggest fear um, being that she turns out like Bernie Sanders. Because Bernie Sanders is, isn't like bad, but I don't think th- she wants to be like 70 years old and a senator. I don't know. I, I think she wants like, I, I could see her wanting. I think. And again, like we're n- none of us are real like political science majors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the way it looks to me is she has to decide if she's going to be a Bernie Sanders or be one of the other many unnamed Democrats who get things m- more done, but nobody remembers them. Because like. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing a, something about, like, hey, here's a list back when there was still, like, the Democratic primary going on for president. Here's the these people when they were in the Senate and, like, the stuff they were pushing through and how, like, number of bills they successfully passed. None of their percentages were very high, but Bernie's was the lowest. Yeah. Yeah. And you, the thing is, too, I think you bring up a good point. <clears throat> you can be a solid politician without being an ideologue. It doesn't mean you don't have, like, ideals, but... There are some of the greatest politicians were people who like you never knew their personal politics. Yeah, like you just wouldn't. You just wouldn't know. Yeah, because um, they're doing everything behind the scenes, not out in public. To degree, to, yeah, to a degree, and it's like some of that shit was really shady. Some of that is just like these are my personal politics. Like this is how I'm going to like govern or lead or legislate, whatever. And I think if she learns to like be mature a little bit, because it's like yeah, the you know going on Twitch is cute. And, you know, doing, like... The squad. Yeah, the squad, like, little Twitter updates. But this is, like, middle school shit. It's like, you gotta you gotta fucking graduate. Like, you gotta um, either find a way to make that stuff more palatable to people, like, elevate it, or you gotta you gotta kind of reorient. But well, I don't know. she's pretty young, so she could be going for the long play here and building oh, yeah. up the, the young generation that's going to age with her and keep getting that young generation so that in 20 years she has like three quarters of everyone because they grew up 
with her doing all of this stuff and trying to relate to them. So yeah, it, the, is a, it is a strategy. It's yeah. a good one, but the problem is, is the longer you're in the establishment, the less you can be anti-establishment. Because it starts so to <laughs> it, it, Yeah, well, I know, and that's why, like, Sanders is kind of smart because he positions himself less as a radical and more of a reformer. Like, he's just somebody who's like, we need these programs, they should be essential. Like, And it's like, everyone's like, yeah, we agree, Bernie, but we don't know if we have, like, money in the budget. <laughs> She's more like, tear, like, she comes across very, like, tear it down, like, we're going to do all this shit. And it just feels to a degree like. Have you thought about the I'm consequences? Sorry. sorry, Alexandria, but I don't know if like, yeah, I don't know if we can do this. Like, I don't even know if this is even feasible. Do you have a, an action plan for this? It's like, it doesn't seem like she does. I think she just needs to think about like how realistic some of her stuff is, because I think some of it is possible, but you can't just like trust the goodwill of Twitter to get you forward. <laughs> In the U.S. government, like you gotta go beyond. I don't know. It, it works so. for Trump. It did. It did. <laughs> but he also had like thirty years. He was in fucking Home Alone too. You know what? <laughs> when AOC is like, "Hey, movie star, you come talking to me." But yeah. All right. I'll, um, I will put this I'll, right here and now in the podcast in recording. If AOC is in the MCU in a similar cameo to Trump's, I will fuck. vote for her one time. Yeah. Yep. It's got to be self-aware. It's got to be. It's got to be self-aware. Because that was it, like, that was the style of Trump's cameo. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's got to be like tongue in cheek at the very least. Yeah. I could totally see that. I I maybe not voting for, her, but I'd be like, okay, all right. <laughs> you got one. Yeah. You, you got. <laughs> have my attention. Uh, I just want to point out something quick. I yeah. was. On the president of uh, the, the the Wikipedia page for U.S. president because I was looking up the age requirement stuff. Um, two things that I noticed: one, on the right side, it says style, which um, like the manner of address for the president. So for the informal, it lists Mr. President. For formal, it lists the Honorable, and for diplomatic, it lists His Excellency. Oh dang. So that's how you have to address them when you meet them? His According to Wikipedia, the diplomatic style of addressing our president would, to be, would be to say, His Excellency Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah. I think we got to take that a little bit. When was that written? Because that was probably like 1780. I and they're like, I don't hey, know you. what the sources on this. Um, heads of states retreat. The, the, the one source lists November 1st, 2012. What? Um, this one lists 2011. Boom. Um, uh, this one's from the United Nations. Uh, oh, so it's their fault. So it's their fault. But the other one, which I need you guys' help because I can't figure this out. Yeah. It says, in all, 45 individuals have served 46 presidencies. Oh, yeah, no, I, I heard about that and one. And 57 terms. Who's... I get the 57 terms and 45 individuals because they can have multiple terms how can there be 45 i know this one i know this one 46 presidency so uh who was the president that served there was a guy in between him and then he served again oh grover cleveland 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 gets counted twice as two separate services even though he was one person Oh, so like these numbers aren't right, but he he, he was like 
uh, President 22, and then someone came in and it was 23, and then he's also President 24. Yep, and because they weren't consecutive, they don't get counted as one presidency. Does he That's like just confusing. Yeah, yeah look, well, wait, how, so he did he have one term, full term as president? Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah, and then, so then he, what, he was the vice president for somebody else's campaign, and then they died, and he became president? No, he just or, ran again. Yeah, I just, I'm oh, trying okay. to remember, I'd have to... Oh my god. What? Oh my god. So he was actually the 22nd and 24th. Nice. Hey, nice. <laughs> I just, I just chose random numbers, but yeah, he was actually the 22nd and 24th president. Hell yeah. Nailed it. That's interesting. So that's never happened again, where a president has served nope. one term, nope. then somebody else went. Interesting. Um, Job. That's impressive. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he. Oh, gosh. Where was it? So he was campaigning against Harrison, who got renominated, which it looks like it was the in between person. Uh, and then. Yeah. Cleveland got the votes. Yeah, so he just <laughs> ran it. Didn't he die in office? No. Maybe. Yes. Enjoyed many lives after the tumors. No, maybe he didn't. People die all the time. <laughs> Do they, though? Do I, they really? I don't know. I'm wondering if those, like, cemeteries are <laughs> still just trying to figure rocks. it out. <laughs> yeah. I keep, I keep digging up the graves, and it's just filled with rocks. It's just... It's uh, just rocks, yeah, man. Just rocks. <laughs> no, it looks like he did not die in office. Who am I thinking? Um, the who's, guy who caught old. Yeah, who's who's it was it wasn't Jackson. What? It was it William Tyler. Yeah, yeah, it was Tyler. Um, was it Tyler? Was it yeah, William what? Tyler? What was his tip- fucking name? Oh no, no, it wasn't. Wait, what are you guys talking about? No, I'm trying to it, remember the Parks the, and Rec episode. The guy who caught a cold uh, in office and died. He was president for like three weeks or something. Garfield. I think it was no. Garfield was assassinated. Garfield was, was, okay, Garfield it was Harrison. Was it was Harrison. William Pardon. Henry Harrison. William Henry Harrison. That's it. Because in Parks and Rec, they pull up his like great 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 <laughs> nephew to Wait, try and what save about Harding? land. Did Harding? Because I know Harding died. Because then Calvin Coolidge was vice president and became Pres. president because of. Harding. Uh, Come on, Harding. Wow, is, I, I'm looking it up. President, death and funeral. Why did you die? He went to dead. He went to he went to dead early. He went oh. he went to bed early. A few hours after giving a speech later that night, he called for a physician complaining of pain in the upper abdomen. And he also went to dead early. Yeah, the the, the, the physician <laughs> thought it was a recurrence of a dietary upset. Good job, physician. Uh, you let the president yeah. die. That sucks. The yeah. press was told he experienced an acute gastrointestinal attack. He felt better the next day. For a day. Died. Wow. Just killed over. Uh, it says, I, I don't want to, I'm trying to be fast here. Mm-hmm. Um, Thought you were a speed reader. A few down. seconds later, Harding twisted convulsively and collapsed back in the bed gasping. Um, his wife immediately called doctors to the room, but they were unable to revive him with stimulants. He was pronounced dead a few minutes later. Wow. It was attributed to a cerebral hemorrhage, as doctors at the time did not generally understand the symptoms of cardiac arrest. Oof. So it sounds like he had a heart attack. 
Yeah, I think that's what it was. Well, paint, yeah. Yeah, all I know is that Calvin Coolidge was in, like, a cabin in, like, Vermont or something like that. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he was, like, home, and he got a call at 3 a.m. that was just like, yep, you're president. And he was like, all right. And like, and it was that was like it. <laughs> well, the committee came to swear him in. I think his there. dad swore him in. That's it. Yeah, yeah. His dad, who was a lawyer or a judge or whatever, swore him in. Um, but then they had someone else swear him in again because they didn't know because they didn't want people to question the authority of uh, a state official and his father administering a federal oath. That's fair. Yeah. So yeah, he took the oath of office and then went back to bed. You know, I don't know much about Coolidge, but that makes me like him. I like him because he's got a great name. (laughs) Coolidge. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, it's cool. (laughs) Alright, let's give some advice. How to be a better buddy, where we give some humorous and some real advice. We take our questions from Yahoo Answers in the friends section. And the first question, can a two-faced backstabbing friend regret backstabbing? Further details? Or is that rare? Sorry, really details. Eh, not my fault. Uh, I I'm gonna know, say this sure. is just called guilt. Yeah, I mean, they can yeah. feel bad. Doesn't mean It doesn't mean they didn't do it, though. True. Yeah. It depends on whether or not they own up to it. You can feel guilty and not own up to it. It's also true, but that's... You start to feel guilty because you didn't do it, so it's like, you gotta do it eventually. Do you? Um, I think so. I mean, yeah. isn't that the whole point of, like, unsolved cases, is people didn't own up to it? Well, yeah, but I'm not saying, like... I'm not saying you will, I'm saying you, like... You should. I don't, you don't have to, but yeah, like... I guess it totally depends, but I don't know. I don't think true regret is like true regret without some kind of like action. Fair. I don't know. So yeah, they can. If they don't do anything about it, it's pointless though. Our mm. next question. Can I just say one more thing real quick? Because I'm course. still on the page about presidents. Oh boy. Um, apparently three of the living former presidents are all the same age. 74. Wow. That's fun. Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Donald Trump are all the same age. Oh, jeez. Interesting. It's awesome. Just wanted to say that. I'm glad I'm a space uh, space citizen. Yeah. Dude, did you see that email from them? They're gonna like they're gonna like take all of your information and do stuff with it. Yeah. I'm gonna like I'm I'm gonna actually send them an email and be like, no, because they said you have until like February to like request that they delete all your info. Um, I'm still worried about that coming back to bite me one day, so I'm probably going to get them to delete my info. I'm not. I want to see. I want to see this play out. I don't. Yeah, I don't uh, even know if my account is still active. I don't even know what I. I mean, wait. Okay, so for uh, the listeners who may not know, years ago, like 2017. Yep. Uh, there was. I don't. I think I found it and you sent did. it to you guys. There was like I just saw an article. And there was this guy, Russian dude, uh, so already kind of sketchy. Um, his <laughs> name's like Igor, I think. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like he built. He wanted to. <laughs> he wanted to form a new nation that was not beholden to Earth, basically. Um, 
So it's the space nation um, with the idea of eventually creating an independent nation out in space somewhere. Um, but so, until that point, creating just a nation without any defined borders on on Earth. Um, and for some reason, I was like, eh, I'll sign up. So I signed up. So did uh, I sent it to you guys I signed up. in the group. RJ signed up, James signed up, and uh, then they stopped allowing signups, and we were in the first, like, few thousand, 5% of people to sign up, so we, after they got, like, a million people, they, like, blocked it, and they then stopped and said, okay, the first, like, 200,000 are, are going to be actual, allowed to continue the citizenship process, which included us, and uh, yep. we were given ID cards um, and certificates. That certificates with a basically like a social security number. That was our ID number. We voted um, in the elections. Uh, did you vote in the election? No, but I ratified the constitution. I did ratify the constitution. Um, and yeah, whereas we, we should have run for office, that would have been fascinating. Uh, but yeah, so now they're doing all this stuff. They started their own calendar. Um, I think it's currently year three on the Asgardian calendar. Uh, they have their own cryptocurrency called Solar. And um, I refuse to pay. I refuse to pay my citizenship dues, so I think I got I, my citizenship status was revoked. But um, you can get back in for only hundred dollars. Yeah, that's that. It's starting to seem more and more like a scam, which it always kind of. I always kind of knew it was, but it was funny. The big problem is if it becomes too legit. Then our citizenship is called into question on real yeah, countries. That's where it gets, iffy. That's where it gets iffy. Because <laughs> uh, the ultimate goal was to be ratified and recognized by the United Nations. Um, which is why it's like, I kind of want to bow out before the joke becomes too real. I'll take my chances. <laughs> I just accepted the Constitution, so... I you commit to the bit too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, dude, I didn't even know I could log in. Um, I totally, uh, I have not been on this site like actively since maybe even 2017. Yeah, it says Guardian.space, isn't it? Look, I am, I am part uh, of the group that wants to have the space station nation creation. Oh, there's only, there's only 1600 residents. However, there are 1 million Asgardians. So I assume that means we're included in the 1 million Asgardians because we signed up. Yep. And then there's 1,600 suckers that paid their dues. Hey, they have a satellite. <laughs> they do have a satellite, and we could have actually sent something up on that satellite because we were in the first, like, couple thousand that signed up. We actually were given slots to submit things to be put up on that satellite. I just didn't do it. Our descendants may live in space stations because of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All we have to do is pay a hundred euros for a an Asgardia residence fee. Hey, if it's only a hundred uh, euros for my great grandson to be a spaceman, oh. I'll do it. I'll make his dreams come true. Wait, we, as an Asgardian, we can launch a business within the nation. Oh my god! Oh, so we can scam the suckers. Yes, <laughs> Asgardia's population is limited to one hundred and fifty million. They've only currently gotten 1,600. My God. They're well on their way. You could plant the seeds of space capitalism tonight. It would be great. <laughs> oh, wow. Asgardia was born in 2016. Yeah. It's been five years. 
Four, four going on five years. Wow. But they still haven't come knocking, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say we're good. Oh, no, I think our flag sucks as well. The flag really sucks. I actually, I don't mind. Wait, is the flag? What is the flag? It's, it's just a bunch of like, like circles. Yeah, I see. That. It's supposed to be like the solar system. There's like a sun in the center, and then just a bunch of circles going out for like the planets' orbits. It sucks. The coat of arms isn't bad, and the national anthem. Interesting. The mission. Okay, uh, we're, get, we're getting way off track now, though. So let's let's go to the next question. I know, isn't it great? For oh. key saying for the goal is facilitating. Shut the up, James. Takes <laughs> a crucial step on our path to immortality. James, James shut up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, looking up that. Next question is, what to do about racist friend? Boy. Further details. I was going through my white friend's messages and found that he uses the N-word, even referred to me as one, and planned on blaming something on me. What should I do now? Messages were from a month ago. Sounds like they're not your friend. Uh, talk to him about it. Well, yeah, talk to him about it. But I mean, yeah. if, like, you gotta confront them at some point. Yeah. Or if that's, like, too real for you, then Leave my I note. don't know if... Yeah, I mean, you got to talk to them and tell them that, like, hey, not cool. And this is why. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah. But then drop it like a hot rock. (laughs) And if they're still going to be jerks about that, well, now uh, you uh, then then you you just got to walk away. Make sure you've got evidence and proof, though, if they do try to be a jerk about it, and you can tell, like, some sort of authority, like, hey, yeah, this person was actively planning this, and then it becomes a hate crime. Uh, I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah that's walk uh, away and join the brilliant nation of Asgardia. Yes. Sign up right now. Only the primary languages are what Russian and Chinese. Uh, perfect. I don't remember actually. Which but since it's a worldwide thing, there's no like it. It's uh, all inclusive. At least they didn't try and create a new language yet. Esperanto of space. Space Esperanto. The Supreme (laughs) Space Council. Work the name. Space Esperanto. Space Esperanto. Okay. Nope. 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 Our next question. My friend, aged 84, UK born, has been told that she is blocked from having a COVID-19 vaccination. Stunned! And they won't say why? Um, um, well, I mean, depends on where you're living. Are they in the UK or were they just born in the UK? So I don't know if the US has like citizenship, like the citizens are getting preferential treatment, which kind of sucks, but at the same time makes sense that a government would prioritize their own citizens first. Um, doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet every country's doing that. Um, and then just because you're old, there's other people that have more needs first so yeah yeah not enough information require more <laughs> info yeah it's not a it's not like it's not shitty um but yeah there needs to be more context um i don't like, know i guess how, how does she feel about it it could be just as simple as hey we don't have a lot of vaccinations right now because we are working through them and distributing them wait your turn uh, and somehow they keep spoiling a bunch of them. Yeah. They're going to be kept cold, though. Not 
or which one does the Pfizer one needs to be kept at like negative 50. I might have this backwards. Like either it's the Pfizer one that means negative 50 or the Moderna one needs negative 50, but then the other one just needs to be at like 32. Oh, see, I, for whatever reason, I thought because they were both MR, MRA, R, MRNA vaccines, they had to be kept super cold. Maybe they both do, but I thought the Moderna one didn't. Well, Moderna. maybe people will start getting on top of this now. Yeah. Um. Another question. If I win the lottery and go on the news, would I be considered popular at my high school reunion? With the further details, was DeMott in the popular group in high school? Uh... You shouldn't do something just so you can be considered popular at a high school reunion, but it would be cool to yeah. win a lot of news. So, <laughs> I mean, I I'm guess the real question is, how much do you like being asked, hey, can I have some money? Yeah, depending on how, well, yeah, yeah. How much do people actually take home from some of these jackpots? Uh, d- d- it's, um, it depends on your state. I've done the math with this with my dad before because we were just curious because like we were talking about the financial side of it and like what we would do and it's just kind of fun um but we went through it all and if you ever win the lottery um in smaller amounts it might um we were doing it for like the mega millions like the big jackpot you win um but if it's a ton of money then you should always take the payout and not the annuity you take a large dip by taking the payout but you get it right away. You can invest what you got and you can recover what you lose by taking the annuity and you can save some because of taxes. Um, can uh, Plus, who wants to wait 40 years to get all your money? Um, you might be dead. Uh, <laughs> but then the government takes like 60% sometimes um, in taxes. So it, it, it can be, it's like, Either I think they take 60 and you're left with 40, but they may take 40 and you're left with 60. Um, so say roughly you get half of what you live, or live, win. Um, so I know if like you win, like, so like for the billion dollars, if you take, if, if you win a billion dollars in the mega millions, that's a billion dollars if you take the annuity. So that's over like 40, 50 years they paid out. Or you can take the cash payout in which you get like, 600 million so already you've lost almost half and then you're going to probably pay at least half in taxes now that's still like 200 million dollars yeah nice that's a pretty that's livable <laughs> like if you, if you... <laughs> that you can spend two you could like spend like three million dollars a, a year <laughs> can spend literally a hundred million dollars and still have a hundred million dollars. <laughs> that'd be insane. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. do it, but don't expect it's gonna be a great experience at your high school reunion. Statistically, it'll ruin your life. Almost everyone that's won millions of dollars in the lottery, um, their life, their quality of life, while monetarily has improved, socially and emotionally has always declined to the point of unfortunately quite a few times suicide oof our next question we'll leave it on that happy note no we won't we'll continue on to a new question should I excuse my friend when she keeps burping she just keeps burping and I feel like I should take action 
punch him in the throat. Oh. Yeah. Well, he said take action. You're right. I was going to say, like, hit her in the chest. Get that. That works. Get the air out. Fucking knock her out. Oh, my God. (laughs) That'll stop. Oh, there you go. There's some answers. I wouldn't say they're good ones, but they answer the question. There you go. Uh, And our last question for this recording. If your pet dog told you your teenage daughter has been making him go vegan and warns you to stop her, or else he will, what should you do? The dog told you this? Yep. Um, cool. I've listened to the fucking dog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if a dog tells you something, you should probably listen to it. Yeah. Or go open a veterinary practice, because, oh my god, you understand dogs. This is just the only one that talks. No, this is Dr. Maybe Doolittle. Oh, this is a Dr. Doolittle this situation. Dr. Doolittle situation. We gotta do a little situation. Is is it that only he can understand animals, or animals actually can talk? And no he one can, can understand. understand animals. Okay, that's a good question. Or maybe the animals only choose to speak to him. No, yeah. no, literally, he can understand them. So you say. So the story <laughs> says. So the story says. Yeah. <laughs> a great. Of Doctor <laughs> James, you have no friends. Oh wow, that hurts. I found you on the Asgardia website. Oh no! God. Uh, I mean, if your daughter is seriously making your dog go vegan, t- tell her to knock it off. It's not healthy for the dog. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe, there, maybe there's some stuff where like people, I don't know. No, there isn't some fun. stuff where people. James, dogs are carnivores. Are they actually? They're not omnivores. Technically, they're carnivores. Okay. Like, they can eat some other stuff. Like, they'll eat food off the floor that's not meat-based. Yeah. But it's not, like, good for them. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. Uh, just teach her that it, this, yeah, this thing can't just eat fucking lettuce. <laughs> Alright. Thanks for joining again this week, fellas. It's a pleasure yeah. as always. Thank you to the Absolutely. band... What was that, James? It said absolutely. Was it absolute? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was it absolute, James? It was. It was an absolute pleasure, RJ. Better be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off Yesterday. They're on iTunes and Spotify. We're on iTunes and Spotify. Go do all the liking and the sharing and the following and whatever those various platforms make you do to get our episodes in your ears. We're on social media. Facebook, Better Buddies. Twitter, at Better Budcast. Use the hashtag Better Buddies when you tweet about the show. Gmail, BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com. Send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, Declarations of Love and War, gum recommendations, because we are still doing the if we get to 100 downloads on a single episode, we will review gum. Hasn't happened yet, but we're going to get there. One day. Someday. And last, but not least, be a better buddy. You should invest one day in a nice pair of dress shoes. You spend the 100 bucks, 120 bucks on a good pair of leather shoes, and as long as you maintain them, they'll last you for years. Yeah. Oh, dude, dressing in a suit is just kind of nice.
Yeah, I really, I really loved our uh, Model UN trips when we would just wander around in like full suits. I always had fun with that. Yeah, that was that was fun. Going to like fucking Jimmy John's or whatever in a suit. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, I'm here to speak to Mr. Johns. Hello. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and then we would go to the mall afterwards. Hello, I'm here to speak to Mr. Mall. Oh, I fucking, I fucking remember when I was going to college. It wasn't like annoying all the time, but you definitely knew when Model UN was happening because the whole campus got like fucking crowded for like yeah. a couple days. Covered with kids. Yeah, I was like, look at these fucking children. These, Bunch of these babies. <laughs> these, yeah, these dorks. Yeah, we'd stuff them in trash cans and shit. It was real fun. Wow, that was that's kind that's like nice of you considering all the other options. I know. Yeah, we're getting back to basics. Just throw them in the river. <laughs> oh God. Oh fuck. Yeah, dude. Or the lake. But that that'd be a long drive. We'd actually have to like throw them in a car. Well, that's why you get a truck. <laughs> get the most number yeah. of most number of kids in it. Yeah. Ex- oh. <laughs> You just hijack a bus. You hijack one of the Model UN buses. All right, let's let's start the show.